0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Crossroads Sports Radio. It is Monday, April 8th, special start time of 5 p.m. The sun is shining, the temperatures are warm, and I am joined once again here in Indianapolis by Jonathan Birdsong. JB, how are we?
1: Doing just fine, man. I'm glad spring is officially here in Circle City.
0: It is. It is here. Get rid of that snow. I saw a map of a snowstorm up in the Midwest, and I about had a heart attack until I seen it was uh, Minnesota and all of them, so they can have that all.
1: They can have it. You're right. They can have it.
0: Absolutely. So we have a monster show packed for you tonight, starting a little bit earlier this evening. We have a lot going on later on this evening. We have the national championship, so we're going to recap the final four first. Uh, John, the first game we had that night was Virginia. Uh, It was them and uh, Auburn and that game lived up to the billing coming down to some foul shots from an Indianapolis guy Kyle Guy hitting three cold-blooded free throws to lift <laughs> the Cavaliers uh your thoughts my sir on the game Saturday night yeah i,
1: I watched that game in its entirety and that game was a um, game was re- re- a game man you know it was a game of runs and a game of uh, guys, you know the uh, well, of course uh Virginia was up, I feel like, for the most part of the game, at least in the second half, and they even, you know, pulled away with, with double digit with a double-digit lead with 10 points. But uh, Auburn showed uh, the tenacity. that kind of got actually got them to this point, you know what I'm saying, and, and uh, they, they, erased, they erased a 10-point lead uh, with less than two minutes left, and they actually, like I said, took the lead. But, like you said, you can't, you know what I'm saying, you, you, a game is played from when the clock starts to the clock stops, and like I uh, said, Virginia – they, I'm not saying they're any less tenacious. Uh, like Virginia just pulled it out, uh, and like I said, Kyle, shout out to Kyle Guy, local high like local uh, Lawrence uh, Central product here from Circle City himself. And like I said, they just they kind of they found a way to win. Virginia just finds a way to win.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Virginia had some tough ones. You know, they had Oregon that was had them on the rails, and then the Purdue Boilermakers had them on the rails, and they just keep finding a way. Uh, a couple things on this game. The, I I'll be the first to say it in the three cor- the three pointer in the corner it was a foul. You can't you right. got I mean clear as day is a foul. You can't give that much uh, contact to a defender. You got to be able to give him a chance to come down. Uh, did the referees miss a possible double dribble? Absolutely, but uh, I mean yeah you, you're supposed to have the best of the best at the Final Four. And something that obvious, I guess, in the middle of the court where there nobody was being, nobody's view was obstructed. Uh, you got to be able to have that. And you've been, you made it in point last. Our last show was how bad the officiating has been in this NCAA tournament, and uh, I think that was just another product of it there in that game um, in the Virginia. With and then Kyle Guy, my God, the kid. As soon as he stepped up to the free throw line, I saw a smirk <laughs> on his face. <laughs> I looked. I looked at the guy next to me, and I said, "He's going to hit all three of these." He had right, that smirk right. on his face, like, "You know what? Psh, these are all going in." And if anybody knows Indiana guys, Indiana boys, they can they hit their free throws. So uh, right. that that's what I noticed. But so your, your thoughts on the officiating? The two calls or black thereof calls.
1: I to be honest with you, over, from the last series, I was, I'm a kind of over officiating. Um, in real time, I didn't really see. You know, what I'm saying the double dribble or whatever, they it to it down. Of course, there was, was, was a there was an uproar about it or whatever. Um, and like I say, like County, exactly like what you alluded to, like the, the cow guy. That's, probably, that's what he went. To, that's what he goes. That's what he got the scholarship for. You know, what I'm saying knocking down being ice water in his veins and knocking down free throws. Um, the good thing is, man. You know, out of all this, man, Auburn. You know, probably feeling like they were playing with house money. I, you know, what I'm saying I know we we uh, we applauded rightfully so, Purdue getting to the elite eight. Who had Auburn? You know, what I'm saying I'm talking about preseason getting this far to the final four. Nobody. I guarantee I guarantee you. Uh, so, but, but point being is Bruce Pearl never did. he hasn't complained about it much um, since, uh, since 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 uh, the since the game has been over. Um, they got another you know say always future thing. They got like I do believe two more blue chippers coming in next year. So, um, and I don't know what happens with the kid that. Uh, if Bucky blow out of out his knee, I'm, I'm assuming that he would come back. At one point, he was on a lot of guys' draft boards for, like, mid-first mid first round selection. But, I, you know, what I'm saying, with the knee injury, it's a possibility, that he, high probability that he'd probably come back. So, like I said, it, they don't necessarily have anything that, yeah, obviously you obviously still want to win as a competitor and as an athlete, you want to win. But they don't have anything to hold their heads on. Because, uh, man, I don't want to put Team of Destiny just yet on Virginia, but, man, it looks like they're the Team of Destiny.
0: I, guess I yeah i blame uh i blame c b s uh if you had to put a blame on somebody I blame c b s right before the Auburn guy shot his two free throws, he shot the first one, made it, which made it a three point game, and then uh let's see, yeah, made it a three point game, and then they showed up a little sports graphic, the one that always jinxes people that they always talk about, not missing field goals <laughs> or whatnot the kids made 21 consecutive free throws in the NCAA tournament and then he bricks the very next one uh, mm. so cbs another uh, uh another uh, uh i guess curse that they gave him no the curse uh, okay. now here let me ask you about virginia um obviously they were the laughing stock of college basketball world last year getting beat by umbc in the first round if they win the national championship tonight is this not like a one of the greatest turnarounds or like a, like a Hollywood story type? Going from the most embarrassing
1: to Right, I wouldn't say the greatest turnaround, but definitely a Hollywood story from where they ended up in their where, where their season ended up last year. You know what I'm saying? Losing, being, being a Holly seed and then losing last year and then getting to the final four and actually winning it. Um to the point that um, I d I don't even think I, why would it, I, you know you know what, we, I know we shared, and I'm going to keep on talking in circles, we shared a lot of information about the UCLA job, and I know, Tony, everybody's name has been attached to it since Calipari gave everybody,
2: <laughs> well, gave UCLA
1: the, 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 the break and said, no, I'm not, I'm it would be nice, but our, I'm in love with Kentucky, right? But I don't, I still don't, you know, maybe Benny goes, I, I don't really give it a high probability, you know what I'm saying, after you won a national championship, you just want to continue to build where you're at. Um, I know he's still kind of going to be, always be, the what third the redhead stepchild of the ACC when I mean, you have the Duke and North Carolina of the world, but he's kind of proven that you don't necessarily have to you don't necessarily have to beat Duke or North Carolina every year to to get to the Final Four or to have a or or to be a number one or number two seed. Uh, he's built a pro, he's built up a very good program and uh, with with the guys that who you know to the guys that I, again I don't know how Kyle Guy got out of I, I'm gonna ask around again <laughs> from, from the i from the coaching, I'm coaching uh, family tree that I know of here, here, here in Indiana, but I don't know how a guy like that gets out of, you know what I'm saying, out of, I don't know how he gets out of the city. I'm going to start out of the state when we have, when this is the, you know what I'm saying, the hotbed of, of basketball.
0: But, yeah, uh, I just read an article I, that Purdue and Matt Painter was higher on his list than Indiana. I was shocked by that. But with the way Kyle Guy plays defense as well, I guess that shouldn't shock you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so like and yeah, and he gets obviously you know what I'm saying, he's more of a feature here at, at Virginia, right? So mm-hmm. and they play they play they play a very good team brand of basketball. It kinda reminds you of San Antonio Spurs, you know what I'm saying? There's a star there's a star in that in that mix somewhere, but you don't really know who the who the star is, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you just know that you gotta respect everybody's game. So, uh, like I said, Brandon, I got I got Virginia. I know we didn't give our pictures yet. Um, they they play the most fundamentally sound basket, brand of basketball. They don't beat themselves. They don't let you get that many threes off. And if you do shoot a three, it's gonna be not. It's gonna be at their discretion and not at your pace. Um, and then and then even though they don't have great athleticism or great like I said next level talent, all you know, what I'm saying from from position one to position five on the floor, they they, they play as a unit um, and all those things basically resonate to to championship basketball. Like I, said, I think they I think they got a, a higher chance of winning than anybody else just left in this tournament.
0: Okay. Um looking at our second game uh Saturday night, Michigan State and Texas Tech. Uh the game ended up being a pick'em in Vegas. So it was uh it started out uh Michigan State started out all right and then Texas Tech with their bigs uh, just bullying inside, and they played great defense. So, uh, but yeah. Michigan State got down seventeen points in the second half, and I ain't gonna lie, I kind of turned it off a little bit, John. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I
2: went to, really
0: <laughs> I went and focused myself uh, more on uh, on the uh, WWE on Saturday night, and uh, then I came back and checked in. I was like, ah, there's probably about five minutes left, and then they started this huge comeback. Uh, Michigan State went on a nine-zero run, uh, the final three minutes of the game. Texas Tech, and they have problems being held scoreless. They went four and a half minutes without being scored without scoring. Sparty gets the game down to one, and then Texas Tech finishes on a nine-nothing run. Moody uh, hitting threes, and, and and these guys are just uh, Texas Tech. Man, they they got themselves a couple pro players. Uh, yeah. That would be good, uh, Chris Beard. Absolutely. I mean, he's a Bob Knight yeah. product.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When you when you start talking about Texas Tech, uh, well, and Michigan State rather in in that, that particular game, like you know me, dude, I I, I don't feel like Michigan State should have won against Duke, right? But as as, as, as I mean, that probably was Spielberg, and as they did, I don't think Casher Wilson had the same effect on this particular game that he had on the Duke game. Mm-hmm. And but the other thing, the other the other thing that was like a aha. They weren't playing freshmen. You know what I mean? Again, yeah. and not to make excuses for Reddish and Zion and, and, and Williamson and, 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 and Barrett and, and, and you know, so they were their younger group. Holly bas- High basketball IQ and, and Holly you know what I'm saying? But remember, Texas Tech had been there at the same position. Well, a similar position last year. You know what I mean? So, they, they kind of like, they, they kind of they kind of had it. They wanted it more. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily believe in, you know what I'm saying, like putting forcing your will on a game or anything like that. But I, I really do believe that they wanted it more, and that's kind of why they that's kind of why they ended on the side of victory.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tech. I just I've kind of fallen in love with them over the year. Uh, just how well they have played. Uh, Tariq Owens. He did get hurt in the game. Sparty mounted mm-hmm. a little bit of a comeback. Uh, That body size, that lankiness of him, him coming back in the game, uh, that helped out. Uh, Apparently, he is expected to play tonight um, against Michigan State. I just don't know – or, excuse me, against uh, uh, Virginia. Virginia. I don't know how much he's going to play, but uh, it should be interesting. Two things on Michigan State. Number one – I feel like we can add Cassius Winston to the long list of college basketball players that have been with a team for a decade. Uh, the fact that Cassius <laughs> Winston is only a junior, the kid's only a junior. Uh, I thought he was a senior. So, uh, I mean, you know, he's going to come back. He's already mentioned it in a tweet or an Instagram post that we will be back and better next year. So, we got to deal with that headband that him and I swear that's Bonzi Wells's kid. Uh, I'm sure we got people right. know Bonzi.
1: I was thinking Nick Van Exel, but okay.
0: Yeah, but uh, Cash He ain't got
1: Nick Van Effel. Go
0: ahead. I say Cash is just he's a junior. He'll be back. Michigan State's going to reload, as they do always. I mean, you got to think right. they're going to be right back there again on top of the Big Ten uh, towards the end of the season.
1: Well, it's not like – you know, Brandon, and I, and I know we hope we'll transition to the next topic. It's not like the Big Ten I, – I get it. The Big Ten didn't win. It's not going to win the national championship this year. But it's not like – they didn't have a very strong showing in this tournament at all. If if you follow what conferences do versus what other conferences do, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's kind of a you know it's kind of a black and blue conference uh, where they beat up on one another all year, and then they get to the conference, then they get to the big dance, and they kind of surprise teams by beating them. You know, no, again, I go back to a couple weeks ago. Everybody and their mother had Louisville beating Minnesota, and that didn't happen. Everybody and their mother had Iowa probably uh, losing in the first round. And that didn't happen. Uh and then you know I was showing against Tennessee. I I, I this is things I remember that the Big Ten as a, as a, from a conference standpoint did this year. Again and then it you know, well, I don't want to even talk about people need to go listen to episode the last episode episode number seventy about about what me and you think about Purdue and how and how I think that how that particular program is gonna go you look any further. So again, like I said, the Big Ten is is, is the. Again, they, they, they won't win that championship. They won't you know as far as the conference is concerned and have those type of bragging rights or whatever, but it's it's still it's still the top conference to me. Still.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh with that we're looking at our national championship tonight. Nine twenty tip off. Number one Virginia. Oh, wow. Number three, Texas Tech. Yep, put your PJs on before the game starts tonight. Uh <laughs> so it's going to get over around 11.30, 11.45. Not as late as another topic we'll talk about later on. But, uh, (laughs) Virginia, one-and-a-half point favorites tonight. The over-under is set at 118, which is the third lowest over-under for a national championship game since the final uh, four, since they started taking bets. I believe that was in the 70s, I believe. Um. The only other one – now, you've got to think, 118 points. Both these teams play great defense. 118 points is low, John. I mean, 60 to 60, that's – I mean, that's over it right there already. Um, right. Looking back, uh, national championships haven't been low-scoring as much. The last time there was a low-scoring national championship, uh, and the local people here are going to remember it vaguely, uh, was UConn and Butler. In 2011, I believe it was, uh, that game was a uh, was like a 50 to 53. Only 103 points scored in that one. This has billed, been billed as the ugliest national championship game in history. I don't think oh, it's wow. a, uh, but, you know, sometimes they build those games and they turn out being great. Uh, two good defenses here. Texas Tech 9-0 and versus the second half spread. This, this year versus non-conference teams. They're 24-4 and four for all you mathematicians. That's an 85% winning percentage versus non-conference teams on the road or in a neutral court. So, uh, like I said, Tariq Owens expect, uh, expected to play tonight. Uh, Prediction-wise, now money-wise, I took Mich- or Texas Tech plus one and a half, and I took the under. And I took under 120. I, I bought two points. Uh, okay. I want Texas Tech to win, but I believe Virginia is going to win. They are the team of destiny this year.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. You know, my mind, is, I don't work around all of Like again, both of these teams are not necessarily great fast breaking teams. They like to set up their offense and whatnot. It's not that. They, it's not that they. And like I said, they're actually they're actually pretty good. Yeah. Both offenses, I believe, in the half court, than than the than people actually give uh, give them credit for as far as far as scoring. So again, I, it doesn't matter if you win. To me, it doesn't matter if you win by one or thirty one, so long as you win, right? Um, mm-hmm. Thing about it is, is it is it going to be? So when well, I, I thought about what you just said, Brandon, uh, prior to, so like, is the, are any of the blue The sexy blue bloods on this? but like, There's no IU. There's no Kansas. There's no Duke. There's no North Carolina. There's no sex, you know what I mean? But, unfortunately, course, that's what you get when you get the Final Four. It's not always going to be, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes right. you get Weaver State. Sometimes you get Weber State in the, in, in, in the Final Four, you know what I mean? George Mason. Uh, George Mason, that's, that would be another one. Sometimes you get Davidson also in the Final Four. And then sometimes, you know, maybe those two teams meet each other at the, end, at, the at the final two, you know? So, unfortunately, unfortunately nobody – after this year, maybe – you can say, you know, what I'm saying, people have de- definitely a name nor a rider for both for both programs. Whoever wins, that's what I that's mm-hmm. what I think. You know, whoever comes out of this game, is never going to have a, a, a name nor a rider. Because again, nobody picked Virginia to get to, maybe people picked Virginia to get to the final four, but nobody had them win it. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I guarantee you, I don't even think nobody had. Well, I, 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 shame on us because we should have known because Texas Tech made great eight, the final the elite eight last year. But I, I can't. Everybody still didn't have Texas Tech winning their conference, much less into the Final Four, much less into the Final Two games. So, again, after this game, there's going to be a great, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a battle of respect uh, and uh, name notoriety with whoever wins.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we've both – so both of our picks are on Virginia tonight. uh yep. So we'll see. Shout out, I did lose my uh, bracket pool because Auburn lost. So no chance for me winning that pool. Um without, uh, my dad's was in, but uh, I did one I took Auburn plus six and a half, so credit to me okay. for crediting me to take that. So perfect. Um John I have some notes and uh some notes from the NCA around the NCA this past week. And then I've mm-hmm. got a new seg new segment I'm gonna do with you. Once I can find a it's called the hot topic. Um it's something okay. that uh it's not always comfortable not always comfortable to talk about sometimes probably um, or maybe not very many people have looked into it. So okay. it's going to throw you completely off because I haven't prepped you for this question. So I, I, cause I wanted your raw emotion thoughts and do it, but I'll Is finish right. that with my last, my last statement. Um, okay. first thing you know, Romeo Langford has declared for the NBA draft, uh, very much expected. Um, him and his, of course, his daddy is going to make a statement about him going to the NBA. How it's always been an opportunity. Uh, it, credit, I think IU may have played better without him. Question mark this year?
1: Yes, a question you asked me. Yeah. You got to be so you know all these Seth Green and all, all these you know. So you got to have if you're going to have if you're going to go to one and done route, you got to have more than one, and it's, it's kind of a, a proven science. That you kind of got to do. Cows had more than one, and and then Coach K had more than one to make it work. One of them are on a different path to the NBA, right? So they think a little differently than the Irish college player, right? Fair right. file, happy or sad, whatever, right? They they just they just do. But at some point, it's still on the college coaches' staff to marginalize it, marginalize their talent, and get them properly motivated to be a part of the team, to be just like the next man who they're sharing, you know what I'm saying, the bench with or, or, the, or the court with. Um, kind of, so you're, you're right. They did. Romeo Lanford is basically on a showcase. So I, I'm sure they knew whoever scout was in the in, in, in the in the audience or, you know what I'm saying, the crowd whenever he was playing. And those probably, if, if, if we could go back, those were probably the best games that he had. And then when he didn't make the tournament, you know, he was like, they come up with a phantom – it's phantom. They come up with a phantom injury and say that, you know, the NIT ain't important because, you know, if it was NCAA or nothing. Because, like, what, how many scouts – there are, but how many scouts pay a, boy, a whole lot of attention to what a guy, a guy in, the, in the NIT does, right? Right. So, uh, Archie Miller, I guess, definitely a lesson for him. I, I would assume the pressure was put on him that he had to deliver Romeo Lamford uh, by the administration He did But what You know what I'm saying What he did What he did with Romeo Lampard And how he utilized him and, and, and did he put him In the right spots You know what I'm saying developing him the, the answer would be no uh, So we'll get to see What Romeo potential Is going to be Because everybody Everybody and their mother You know what I'm saying On the TV And, and scouts and, and even me Said so he's got an NBA level but He's got an NBA body But an NBA level Potential talent And that's kind of What the lottery is all about potential.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so we'll like I said, we'll get to see and he'll and but 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 as far as the the coddling, uh I it's all business in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, there's other guys that want your job.
0: Grown ass men. <laughs> yeah.
1: They, they they want your job just as much as you, you know, think that you deserve that job. Mm-hmm. So if he if he can't learn to hit consistently a seventeen footer or a three pointer then his time in the NBA, it won't be short because, again, he's still got that pro body and he still can finish around the rim. still athletic, but he'll be a much-traveled uh, asset, always in a, always involved in the trade.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, I think it was well said. Uh, also up the road, Purdue. Carson Edwards ex- announced he's declaring for the NBA draft. He has hired an agent, so his uh, career at Purdue is over. Uh, yep. We, we kind of expected this. This was the best time for him to come out based on his performance. Um, yep. I don't know if the Boilers could get right back to where they were and him have a performance like that in the NCAA tournament. They always said sell high, right, in stock. When you buy stocks, sell high, buy cheap. Well, Carson Edwards is selling himself high, and uh, I can't fault him for it whatsoever.
1: Uh, absolutely not. Um, if, you know, the crazy thing about it, you know, the, the NBA scouts are crazy over Langford's body type. And they question, because, you know, they question Carson Everett's body type, but there's one thing you can't question is Carson Everett's heart and his commitment to becoming a better basketball player. He became a better basketball player than he was last year to this year. And his jump shot, you know, so I know and I, I know sometimes it went cold there. I know we talked about the, the two and 23 uh, time, uh, times, plural, that he, that he had to go over <laughs> the year. But like, but, like, once he's on, he's on. Uh, the NBA rules are a little bit different than uh the college rules as far as defenses are concerned. Uh the hand checking is not as not as intense in the NBA and it's the free as there's freedom of movement. His main his main hurdle is going to be can he run a can he run an offense for a team? Can he play can he actually play a real point guard? Uh that kind of makes you think but again, Brandon and anybody else who's critical of him leaving early, like you said, sell high but and I and I also point to guys in the NBA that have his body type that actually have found success either with championship level teams or found success with big time uh big time me big time NBA contracts. Quinn Cook, championship level success playing back a role uh with the Golden State Warriors. He's he's listed six foot and we came out when he came out of school he didn't have the offensive talent that Carson Edwards has, no not even in his wildest dreams. You know what I'm saying? Um another guy, mm-hmm. Tyus Jones, I know compared to Duke players, all uh, big players. Tyus Jones got the same body type, uh probably a little bit better point guard skills. Uh, 'cause that's what the, that you know, that's what he played naturally as a distributor to do, but still, nowhere near the offensive capability that we that that we see that we saw in Carson Edwards. I can go on with Yogi Ferrell. Yogi Ferrell, again. They they got the same body type. But Yogi Ferrell this is a little bit better ball handler. Carson Edwards blows to blow you out of mind with how he can stretch the defense. Um yeah, how he can stretch the defense and stretch the floor. So I give him a better. I give him better average chance of making the team, he, he'll be. He'll be. I, I'm not gonna say regrettably. Brandon. Guess what? He's not gonna be on a bad team. He's not gonna be on a lottery team because they are, they're all picking for potential. It, 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 right. Is it bad? Will it will it be terrible if he ends up with the Golden State Warriors? Will it be terrible if he ends up with the San Antonio Spurs? Will it be terrible if he ends up with the Houston Rockets? Will it be terrible? I mean, I, would it be terrible if he ends up with the Oklahoma City? He's gonna end up with a playoff team.
0: Yeah, and so, I'm glad you said that because. The NBA Draft right now, dot .NET, has a mock draft up as of the 4th, so a day ago or two days ago, mm-hmm. and they have him going at number 38 to the Denver Nuggets, and that's a perfect opportunity that you said, that he can go to yeah. a playoff team. The Nuggets would be a great opportunity for Carson. Now he may not go there, but they have him going there right now. Um, like you said, he definitely can come in and contribute with that.
1: Yeah. People, you know what, the, the, a lot of people did not draft – uh, Van Fleet out of, out of Toronto, and he's kind of making uh, the, the guard spot up there a little obsolete for uh, our boy um, uh, Michael. Uh, I was going to say Mike Lowry. That was the guy from. That's what we're say. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, he's, he's kind of making it. He's kind of making it hard for for the organization to further commit. You know, big money to 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 Kyle Lowry because Van Fleet is playing out his he, for the last two seasons. He's played out his mind. So again, if not everybody wants the six for seven. Penny Hardaway, tight body, type, But there's one thing everybody everybody does. I mean, I mean, and those are those are obviously you know what I'm saying unique gifts uh, blessed upon you know Magic Johnson and then Penny Hardaway and Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying that body type. But there's not it's not it's not like the NBA historically hasn't had the little guy, the six foot one guy, the six foot two guy, be successful.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, just looking at the mock draft, we talked about well, uh, Romeo. Now they've got him going 16th. Uh, to the Brooklyn Nets at number 16. So he's fallen from when we were been talking in the past couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting, the Lakers at number 10, who for the longest time on this mock draft had them taking Romeo, uh, they have them now set with Cam Reddish at number 10. So Reddish's status has fallen back a little bit, um, yep. probably based on his NCAA tournament performance. Um, it was noted that he was spotted, uh, I think, Saturday night at the Lakers game uh, sitting with some of the executives uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers that, you know, maybe the Lakers are, might take Cam at number 10. So, But, yeah, that's another, another draft status that's dropped, Cam Reddish, who we thought he would be in the top five.
1: Brandon, if the Lakers <laughs> – listen up this crossroads. crossroads <laughs> listen to the audience. If the Lakers get a top five pick that ain't Zion Williamson or R.J. Barrett, they're going to parlay all that and try to go after who they really want. He won't spend a he won't spend a minute in a Lakers uniform. <laughs> <laughs> he won't. Interesting. He won't. But, but yeah, that, that's the, yeah. I, they'll they you know the Lakers got to improve their roster and he would be of course he would be an improvement if they picking if the Lakers pick between seven and ten if, they, if that's how the lottery kind of pans out. Um, uh, Reds, uh, Cam Red has got don't get mad, Brandon. Cam Reds has got Paul George level. Uh, your capability, but again, you know he's probably still two or three years away from being what we saw here in Indianapolis. Is Paul George.
0: Yeah, you know who else I think's got uh Paul George talent, and he's in the college so, ranks right now as well. Um, he's got, the the uh, I think his last name is Hunter from Michigan State. Uh, I can't think of his first name. Uh, are you talking about
1: he's Hunter. or Are you talking about Henry? Are you yeah. Aaron Henry. He's got that.
0: Yeah, he's got that body type of uh, Paul George. S reminds me uh, maybe his yeah, game a little uh, bit, and he's actually an Indianapolis boy too.
1: Yeah, the only thing with him, and this is what I got. I got this from the, off the coaching tree when I when I talk. When I I get information from people, you know, what I'm saying people actually watch guys and not necessarily are there. Is that he got to commit? He got to learn how to be a better defender. So
0: yeah, office, he's only office, a freshman. His office,
1: yeah, his, you're right. Exactly, his offense will come. And he's got he's got he got a nice little arsenal around the you know, it's around the rim or whatever, but he's gotta commit, he's gotta become a little bit better defender. But yeah, he's he definitely he's definitely on everybody's watch list for sure.
0: Yeah. Came from Ben Davis High School, freshman, averages six points this year. I just watching him out there, yeah, he made stupid, dumb freshman mistakes, but watching him play out there a little bit, it kinda of reminded me of like a Paul George ass. He's got the body, uh six five, right. two ten. Once he gets a little more muscle on him, I'm sure that they'll get him. Uh three years from right. now he could he could right. possibly have that talent so right yep. okay um my next question and our topic i guess i have with this NCA notes and you can either we can either move on from it or talk about it i don't care uh michael avenati with the duke uh <laughs> nike zion williamson's mom uh is there you think there's anything traction there or should we not even worry about it who cares
1: you want my whole honesty, or do you want? Uh, I think the
0: cro- I think you owe the cross world honest, honest opinion.
1: <laughs> I don't really care. You know, Brandon. If you were, if you right, if, no, just so, so seriously. If you were six foot eight, six foot nine, whatever, could shoot out the wazoo? You know, shoot the basketball out the wazoo. And there's an undertable agreement. I'm just being honest. There's an undertable agreement. That's what it is between the NBA and NCAA. Even though the NBA says you can come in and make at it, it, the G League level and make $35,000 to $50,000 a year, it, but look at the opportunities that you can make for yourself and brand yourself in the NCAA. You know what I'm saying? So what do you do? What do you do? So reading reading the T League, did Duke actually give him money or his mother money? No. If, no. If, 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 if you buy into what Ebenati is saying, did Duke actually give him money? No. It was uh, Nike believe, it was right, if you believe it, it was a rogue of Nike to say, Hey man, we need you to go to a Nike school so that when you graduate, wink wink, or when you declare, you already have an established relationship with us. Again, if anybody gave and I and I have never been there, and I like I said, I've never been in those shoes where I could be you know, where I have a LeBron level of talent. Or I have, you know what I'm saying, you name it, Design Williams level of talent. You know what I'm saying? So But if somebody, and I know this is is gonna remind people of blue chips, and probably gonna rub people the wrong way, and I'm not an advocate of cheating, I'm not an advocate of cheating, okay. But if somebody gives you a bag full of cash, what are you supposed to do with it? (laughs) 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 Hey, no, 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 no. no. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? So again, there's there's all urban legends about what boosters and what shoe companies have done for or have done for athletes, Reggie Bush had to give away his national – but did he cheat? He had to give away his Heisman Trophy. Did they, I mean, technically the Bush push is cheating, but that's on the official, not Reggie Bush. The, a right. Booster it was mother. nothing it on was
0: the booster. field.
1: Right. His booster – a booster gave his mother a house. Okay. Would I be a little jealous if I was a regular – yeah, but I, I can't do – I couldn't never do the things that Reggie Bush could do. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. When I think cheating, I think about did you put something in your body, right, to give you a performance enhancement other than the other person. When I think cheating, did you not play hard enough so that because you made a bet on on the game so that the other team would win? Those are the type of things I think cheating. Yeah. So, like, when somebody says, hey, they gave, they met a game, whoever, Michael Evanotti, whoever, you know what I'm saying? They gave. Uh, Zion Williams' mother, a bag full of cash, a la uh <laughs> a la blue chips and uh Matt Nover, I can't think of his name. <laughs> Nick Nolte? no yeah, no 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 Matt Nover. Cause that Matt Nover got the got the bag and, Oh uh, yeah. It, I can't think of I can't Butch McCray. No Butch McCray was Penny Hardware. I I gotta I gotta refresh myself on on, on uh on Blue Chips. But Matt <laughs> Nova's doing that Matt Nover actually Matt Nover from IU played the blue chips uh actually got the bag of money. And but like so like I said, what do you po- but he but like the way they did it was like totally old, like overt like it wasn't even covert. But he told him I need a, a bag of money and does that much in it and, and you know. But, but again, what are you supposed to do if somebody says hey and, and everybody in America wants your son to come play for him between between Calipari who probably saw Zion Williams in the world and the airplanes and the Titanic too
0: and where mm. the aliens arrived
1: where we're at. What are you supposed to do if Nike says, "Man, you know, we want you to go to Nike school," and then he chooses Duke? I, I mean, if if you believe in the report,
3: right? But ultimately,
1: like I said, also like I said, I don't care. I don't think the NCAA cares if, like you said, Duke didn't give them the money. Their hands are kind of wiped clean, and he's go, he's going he ain't declared yet. I went until the final four is over. He's going to be he's going to What does it matter? Come with that information prior to. The, the tournament started or prior to his career at, at Duke starts.
0: You know, right. but but, he, but like you said, honest. it has nothing to do with Duke itself. It was right. between but, Nike and the family.
2: Well between the only thing Duke family. had to do
0: with it was the fact that he went from he went, hey, we need you to go to a Nike school and the top school, boom, is Duke.
1: Right. The thing about the thing about Evanati is just two weeks ago he he was trying to he was trying to press Nike for the same bribery tactics that he's accusing Nike of doing with Zion So Man, I, dude, I dude, I'm, I'm not and, buying What'd you him. call he's him? A, ambulance
0: he's chaser. The, he's the ambulance chaser, dude. That's what
1: okay.
0: he is, man. Uh, okay. Qual- what
1: it is, Brandon? It does leave it does leave other people. it does it does leave a bad taste in those teams who aren't quote unquote cheating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, like. The Purdue's of the world, who, you know, so who I basically think pre- who don't get the blue chippers, they get they get four star guys. They don't get you know five star guys. So Purdue's of the world, and maybe I don't know half the Pac-10, <laughs> right? Who don't get blue chippers, it leaves a bad taste in their mouth. But I do. I, 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 I Brandon. Like quite honestly, I don't care.
0: Okay. Uh, right. We <laughs> we do got a call real quick. We'll take this. I think it's oh. our boy. Uh,
4: oh, come on in.
0: Sweet Lou, or is that you?
4: It is. I didn't think you even knew who I was.
0: <sighs> oh, yeah, absolutely. How are you, my man?
4: <laughs> All right. Well, we're about three and a half hours and counting until the probably one of the best sports nights of the year.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, th- ha- good or bad? I think bad because it ends the season for me.
4: Yeah. I, I wish uh,
0: we need to go double elimination. <laughs> double elimination. Yeah, like a best of three. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Lou, what was your thoughts on Final Four weekend? I know we kind of hit on it already to top our show off, but uh, what was your your thoughts of it?
4: Well, I wasn't. I wasn't too. I did take Virginia. I mean, I was kind of surprised how the um, result came out. I mean, you know, down by just um, you know they're trailing, just about it was you know, excuse me, came back came back close down. If it wasn't for that last foul shot you know, they would have lost. So it was by just pure show, dumb luck that Virginia was able to pull it out.
3: Yeah. Now, I mean State-Texas
4: Tech, uh, that game I could have found went either way. I mean, of course, I've seen Izzo choke before getting to the Final Four, making it to the final game, and, you know, how it happened. So I really wasn't surprised by that at all uh, by the result. And by uh, ten points for Texas Tech – so, um, you know, I, I could have thought that game would have went either direction. Yeah, Over, I got to give all of our credit, though, for hanging in there for that game. I mean, I knew it was going to be the better game, though, up the two.
0: Yeah, and I agree that, you know, Virginia, it's luck. They got luck shot. But that's part of the NCAA tournament. Who, who is hot at the right time for six games? You got to have a little luck on your side to, you know, to win the national yes. title. And not the best team doesn't always win the national title. No, they don't. Uh, so, and that was one thing I was listening on the radio this morning, and that was one of the things they were stressing as well, and I thought about it at stoplight. I said, you know what, that's 100% accurate. They, the best team doesn't always win. It's who's hot right now, and right now Texas Tech and Virginia are the two hottest teams. Yeah, who um, would have
4: thought? You know, well, you know, very rarely does the two best teams you know, or the four best teams get into the Final Four because, you know, as – you know, they get the later rounds. You know, it has to handle, it has to be who can handle the pressure the most um, to carry that part. because that's what's going to get you the, to get to that next level. Who can handle it under pressure? The more you can, the better off you're going to advance. If you choke, then you're not you're done.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
4: And uh... and uh, the women's game last night was was uh, pretty phenomenal too.
0: Yeah. That was I did tune in and seen the final uh watch the final quarter. It's still weird to yeah. say quarter in college basketball. But uh I final thought quarter like, of yeah, it.
4: women's game the women's game, you know, changed it.
0: Yeah. Uh and do you think uh do you think that'll transfer it over to the men's?
4: Hmm. I don't know. I mean I've heard some talk about maybe they might want to do it but um, you know, so far it's just all talk and nothing has been really been, you know, of that. I don't really see it happening anytime soon. Uh, maybe like doing like some preseason tournaments, but as far as regular season and and the tournament, uh, no. They're yeah. going might just do experimental for like the the, the uh, preseason tournaments.
0: I know. Uh, I know. I wasn't the only one Saturday night for that first game with Virginia and Auburn, where the final eight minutes without a dead ball and blowing through two media timeouts, yeah. I loved it. <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean, it was a little tricky for me though, because uh, I was actually on the air when the game when the first game was on. Like, okay, this is gonna this is gonna be a challenge, but
0: I'm game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what else? You, what else you got, my man?
4: Well, of course, uh, and the NBA season wraps up on Wednesday, the regular season, that is. And at least I got one team from the New York City area that's going to be involved in the playoffs. No, it's not the congratulations. Team from Manhattan,
0: the team, congratulations.
4: Yeah. Not the team from Manhattan, but the team from Brooklyn. <laughs>
0: Yeah, first time in three years, I think. In the last four. three years, they've been, four years. So four years. yeah, I mean, Brooklyn came into uh, they came into Indy here where we're at and uh, yeah. put a stomping on the Pacers Sunday. So that was who'd have thought that, right? Spank them. Well, uh-huh. well, I've already told Jonathan I've declared the Pacers dead. So oh, after well. the
4: uh, after well, the ending
0: of the Boston game and then that one.
4: Well, I kind of so. declared them kind of dead, you know. Um, early in the season after one of your teams had a dev- uh, players had like a devastating injury.
0: Yeah, Oladipo, Yep. Oladipo, uh, so I'm
4: like, hmm, you know, what so, can happen you know, what can it be? You know, how far can they go without him?
0: Yeah. You know, I thought well, they were
4: gonna be gone, you know,
0: Yeah, they I talked they about with him. He was I mean, looking real quick at my notes I have for tonight, uh, the Pacers, I mean they were sixteen and eighteen right now since the Oladipo injury. So, two uh-huh. games below 500. And here's I think here's the kicker, John, and you'll even admit this yourself too. The Pacers are 6 and 15 since the injury uh against playoff teams. That's uh, not good. That's not good. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh they yeah. Yeah. They may win one game in the playoffs against Boston. And that's it. One game. They might win now, one uh, game.
4: Yeah. Now I they haven't um now there's still some uh, matchups that need to be determined. Uh, correct?
2: Yeah. Because I don't yes. think that,
4: I don't think the Nets know where they're going yet because you know, they have they have a spot locked up. But we don't know if it's going to be sixth or seventh. One thing though I do know is if they if they do get the sixth seed, they're going to go up against Philadelphia. Ugh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. If I say if you had your choice, who would you rather have? Philly, <laughs> Toronto, or uh, Milwaukee? Oof.
4: Triple threat. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, the Bucks, I think, might be showing a bit of vulnerability. I mean, since yeah. the Greek freak has been being bothered by his ankles. So, I think mm-hmm. uh, if I had to pick my poison, I think I'd go after uh, the Yucks.
0: Absolutely. I would take them as well. They have the least yeah. amount of playoff experience uh, uh, going in the last, like, five years. Uh, I would rather have one of those teams, instead of a battle-tested Philly or a battle-tested Toronto, John, we haven't even done our predictions for the playoffs yet, but I've got Toronto coming out of the East over Milwaukee. Yeah, so do I. I don't know.
1: I have to be determined.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's, I like how crazy it is that there's still movement in the Eastern Conference still to be made here. And there's no NBA tonight. I already looked at the schedule. Right. There's nothing tonight. They're going to give out to the college game. Um, right. But even if you look at the Western Conference, yeah, all eight seeds are locked up there. But there's plenty of move movement for seeding, uh, including the Oklahoma City Thunder, who you're telling me they have an MVP candidate on their team, the guy that averaged a triple-double, again, two All-Stars,
2: <laughs> and
0: they could be an 8-seed? Oh, my. <laughs> that might be the most talented 8-seed I've ever seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the most talented 8-seed is the Ken Bay Mutombo's Nuggets. <laughs> Don't say that.
0: Who was on that team? The Kimbe, what? Farouk Alamine?
1: Yeah, uh, no, yeah, Chris Jackson, Robert Pack,
0: yeah,
1: Roddy Rogers, huh. Alfonso Ellis. I okay. go down the list. Who, who's on? I know, uh, man. keep thing?
0: going. <laughs> you trying to get our viewership up in uh in uh the, the Mile High City? <laughs> yeah,
1: man. Dave was the most talented number eighteen I've ever seen. Yeah.
0: What else you got, Lou?
4: And uh, we also have the. Uh, Hockey playoffs starting Wednesday. Their season ended on Saturday.
0: Yeah, Islanders. Who point they?
4: Point... Say that again.
0: Who's the Islanders have? They've, uh, no, they play. They're the New York
4: City Islanders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the Rangers, it I
4: guess. No, the Rangers are out. Oh, they didn't make it. No,
0: That's how much I pay attention.
4: Ugh. Rangers have been a tailspin the whole season, and the Devils haven't been much. um, you know, with that either I mean, because they they lost a key player uh, due to injury this season and they never recovered. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna check the schedule right now, and uh, some start Wednesday and some will start on Thursday. So keep that okay. in mind. And the Islanders will play. Ooh, how about this for a good matchup
0: against the Penguins? Ooh, Crosby. That's gonna be a good. Should be a good matchup. Looks like it's gonna be. it looks like it's at uh uh, at the Islanders starting out.
4: Yes, so. it's going to be. In, it's going to be um, play of the Islanders. Uh, ice. I think that's. I think that's going to be in Brooklyn.
0: Okay.
4: No, no, I'm sorry. It's going to. It's going to be at Nassau.
0: Oh, that's even. That'll make them more rowdy. I've got some friends yeah, no. that live there, and they've gone to games at Brooklyn, and they've gone at Nassau, and there's seats that you can't even hardly see the game uh, at, from the uh, Brooklyn's what they're saying.
4: Right, well, I bet in Nassau, it's really nice.
0: So, uh, well, see, I'm a Blackhawks fan, and obviously, we had another poor, uh, poor year. Uh, I know, yeah, and hear about our uh, coach. Quindle. Yeah, down at Florida now, the Panthers yeah. head coach. So that should be interesting to, to see. It, needless to say. I mean, what
4: happened to them?
0: Man, too old. Too old. You can if say you looking about their, me. <laughs> if you look at their line, I mean yeah, yeah, they had Brent Seabrook, Duncan Keith. These guys are getting old and they never oh,
2: Keith, yeah. They didn't
0: look into the youth. And it didn't help with the uh with the goalie situation either. Yeah, they have Cam no. Ward this year, so but playoff hockey, nothing better. Yeah.
4: <laughs> if you're a fan, I think I I told what I told my friends last night, if you are a fan of playoff hockey you better put on a pot of coffee because you might need it. In fact, you might need two cups of coffee.
0: Yeah. But so when,
4: when the overtimes start, because that can go, you know. Oh, yeah.
0: It was like 2 a.m., yeah. 3 a.m. when I left uh, some of the bars here in Indianapolis to watch the uh, Blackhawks it, games.
4: <laughs> I know. I was in a, I was in a bar um, a long time ago it Was Dallas and Buffalo. As the lights were coming out of the bar for closing time, uh, <laughs> Brett Hull scored the winning goal in triple overtime. I'm like,
0: thank God. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, hey, my listen, man. You want uh, I to?
4: I host a Go show ahead. on Saturday nights. Actually, that uh, if you got time, uh, maybe you
0: can call in. Yes. So, so here's the thing. I actually looked for it. This not this this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. Uh
3: uh-huh.
0: I looked for it online, and I didn't see it say come up saying live. So well, enhanced uh, tra- with an E, right? Not an I. <laughs> e enhanced. Not yeah. In- yeah. enhanced,
4: But enhanced. E yes. not I. I before E, except after C, and except after Q and
0: W. Oops. You get the idea. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and give the plug, my man.
4: Right. The, en- the Enhanced Sports Show, that's for the capital E. Uh, we're on 6 to 8 p.m. Saturday nights. The number to call is 712-775-7035. PIN number 410-173. And the pound sign just below the number 9 on your telephone. You must press the pound sign, otherwise you don't
0: get squat. Boom! Oh man! And we will and we will call in. We were both talking about it last week or the week before. Me and Jonathan right. were yeah. and uh, so. Oh wait!
4: Is is that India one hour behind me?
0: No, same same time zone.
4: Okay, so it is six o'clock. Yep. Okay, I thought I thought you were an hour behind.
0: No, no. Well, some of right. our state is some of the state. Well, North state, well, and south Correct.
4: Okay. All right. So you, uh, six o'clock. Alright, so hopefully hope I'll hear from you guys. Thanks. All
0: right, Lou. Take care, buddy.
4: Oh
1: man. All right.
0: That's our boy. Lou is our boy.
1: Brad, I didn't know he had this of hockey knowledge.
0: Oh yeah. You know, he uh <laughs> and that wasn't the only thing, you know, we started talking uh basketball, Brooklyn. Uh yeah. I didn't even get yep. I didn't even get get started on him on baseball yet, so we'll have to talk about that next time on him. But uh absolutely that's one of our regulars, Sweet Lou, with the call-in.
1: Yeah, we'll have uh, the NWA, NWO-rated show come Saturday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, John, a few other notes I have, NCA, real quick. Um, I re- it was reported yesterday, UCLA uh, is going after Rick Barnes. There is interest <laughs> in Rick Barnes. He met with Tennessee. Uh, $5 million buyout. Does Barnes, He said he should have a decision made by tomorrow. Should he stay at Tennessee or go to the bright lights, UCLA?
1: Man, these dudes are using UCLA like an old queen. All <laughs> right, they're, usually, they're basically kind of going back to their programs and saying, "Hey, what can you do? What can you do? Can you get close to what UCLA was thinking about paying?" I don't think I don't think there's a mm, snowball's chance that Rick Barnes goes to UCLA, uh, especially with that five million dollar buyout. They, they UCLA kind of flaked on the, the, the coach from TCU. And they they're not seemingly in a in a you know they're surely not wanting to wait on an answer from Tony Bennett from Virginia, so they're just kind of just throwing up anything against the wall to see what sticks. Um, I, I remember it was about a month ago they they, they were interested in, they they was talked about Painter and again I don't think Painter kind of fits that that mold that they're kind of looking for. They they they, they want national recruiter that can pull from Georgia, they can pull from Texas, they can pull from Canada, they can pull from wherever. And unfortunately, they can't. If you can't, if you can't get Cal, if you can't clone. And I said clone. If you can't clone Mike, Coach K, then who else? Who else is there, right? They, they can yeah. do that. Now, you know, would have been interesting, but now he's he's, he's off the he's, It would have been Tom Crean, believe it or not. I know this is another NBA guy getting that job.
0: Tom Crean,
1: right? Tom Cream has been a proven guy that can that can recruit nationally, and that's kind of what kind of turned him off with some of the old IU faithful. Because he right. didn't necessarily have he didn't necessarily have recruit the state um but uh I, I, just, I can Rick Barnes recruit nationally yeah he at one point had Kevin Durant play for him down in Texas, I think that was like one of his the most high profile coach he ever had
0: miles Turner
1: Oh, uh, yeah my forgot yeah miles Turner, but so those are strictly like one and done type of guys
4: and you know what i'm saying
1: do I give him a is he a better coach? uh more equipped coach than Archie Miller, or, or you know what I'm saying, who I'm, I'm just being honest, I'm going to give you a definite yes, but I just think he's just going. Out. That kind of what Cal did. He's like, Cal, mm-hmm. there's no way Cal was going to UCLA. I don't think there's no way. Brandon, you know what? Why And why go to the pac Can? Yeah, it could be an easy conference for you to win in two or three years, but the SEC, it's the hot bench. And
0: you, and you already got, got a premier
1: team. Yeah, but he's already got a premier and And, and Buzz Williamson is coming over, right? Yeah. Isn't it, Texas, he's going, to, he's going to Texas A&M? That's it, yeah. That's Correct. Their yeah. yeah, the SEC is a hotbed. So, the, the you know, what used to be uh, uh, automatically laugher that Kentucky was going to win the conference or or, or win the tournament, when the you know, conference tournament is no longer it. Now you got arguably, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a conference. And, 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 you know, I, just because I said earlier, I know I said earlier in the call that I think Big Ten, and that's, you know, that's a lot of that is because I, I grew up here in Indiana. In, in the Midwest, but the SEC's got just as much bragging rights as the best conference in, in America. So, I, I like I said, I think I think uh, I think Rick Barnes
0: stays. Okay, perfect. Uh get a raise. to get a raise. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to know on a scale of craziness from one to ten, ten being most crazy, one not crazy at all. LeVar Ball saying his son LiAngelo, would be the number one pick over Zion. Zion can't hold a candle to that boy.
1: <laughs> man, that's the most craziest thing I've ever heard, man. Especially if you ever better it. than even
0: more than him talking about crossing Jordan over.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, man. That that's crazy. If you ever get a chance to look at some of those tapes or, or grainy videos when the Ball brothers went over to uh, oh my god, I don't want I don't want to butcher the country they were in <laughs> but when they went over to the Euro League to see if they could you know saying it had a shot, man. Mm-hmm. I would give Zion Williamson would go over there. I'm not saying he necessarily dominates because he's still playing against raw man. And I don't necessarily think Zion Williamson is going to dominate next year when we see him NBA. Then you will see flashes of what he will potentially be four or five years down the road. I think I, I say maybe three years. Okay, but him dominating him. him what? Well, no, to answer the question, ball at, at one point the, the one ball kid was a little bit higher rated than Lonzo because he has a better jump shot. But you know that's kind of and, and, and effed up their development, and, and you know, and in between, pissed off a whole lot of colleges. They don't even want to deal with that. They don't even want to deal with that distraction type. You know what I mean? So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I, I hope the kid, because he does have elite level talent. I hope the kid, some, seemingly somehow, finds a way to get where he where his talent can take him. His dream wants to take him, regardless of what his father. Who, it's not. It ain't even like Vince McMahon irritating. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> irritating. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Hopefully, hopefully, he gets to the point where he, he wants to go. I think Lonzo is. Lonzo's, you know, kind of done with baller brand and, and suing co managers and and thinking about seemingly, you know, emancipation. Not, I mean, he's a grown man, but like, you know, Brandon, you cannot turn down just because you're just because your father has a dream of a family branded. It has to. You still have to have a strong business sense about oh, yeah. how how to run how to run your own business, uh, where where you're 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 in charge of your apparel and what you wear and, and how much you get back from from a shoe company or how much you get back from a t-shirt company. I know the Nike's in the world, the Adidas were offering Lonzo of Ball, you know, not necessarily double digits millions of dollars, but they offered him millions of dollars to come be an endorser. And because his dad wanted to start this over here. He had to he had to go with what his dad said. Now he's a little bit older and seeing what guys are getting, and like now, his, you know, his 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 pot is not as big as somebody who who's just as good, that he's probably better than. So, um, okay. I, I hope, so on a
0: scale of one to I hope, ten,
1: on scale of one to ten, what, what was the worst? Ten being the craziest.
0: Ten is craziest.
1: That's the that's like a that's like a twelve. <laughs> <That's just laughs>
0: okay. Crazy. All right, John. Now it's the part of the question I'm going to ask you. Okay. It's a little. Crossroads, we're going to like to go – We part of Crossroads Sports is saying things that – or diving into topics as well that's not always comfortable to talk about or um, it kind of gets overlooked. So today, John, my question for you um, and those that are listening or so, uh, uh, John, my question to you, I, I went through and was looking at some research. College basketball, the Power Five conferences. So you've got – Big 10, Pac-12, or Pac-10 as you like to call it, Uh, ACC, (laughs) Big 12, and SEC. How many black head coaches do you think right now are in the Power 5 conferences? Give me a number.
1: Uh, I mean, here's the thing.
0: (laughs) Come on. I got to have a number first before we dive into it. I'm trying to
1: think if you you put them all together – uh, um, I'm gonna say more than twenty.
0: More than twenty black head coaches in the Power Five conferences. That's what you say, right? Yeah, I, that's what, what I'm if saying. I, yeah. What What if I told you there's only seven? Would it? And so
2: we're shocked. So,
0: uh, you have uh, there's two in the SEC. Two were just fired, Arkansas and uh, Alabama. Avery Johnson. Okay. One one was hired, so the SEC is back to two. The Big Twelve, Jerry right? yep, Jerry Stackhouse as well. Big Twelve, two coaches. Chucka Smart being one of them. ACC, okay. three coaches. The Pac-12, okay. zero. The Big Ten, zero. John, why are why would you why aren't black head coaches black coaches getting the chances in these Power Five conferences? Because <laughs> the they're getting a Power lot of them, and they made majors. And such, but right. the Power Five, there's only seven.
1: I don't necessarily think it, it's anything to do with inherent racism. Okay, I will say that. Um, I know Kevin Sampson has some of a big a mixed heritage. I don't know if he, I don't know if he identifies as black. You know what I'm saying or whatever. But I know he's, I, I, I just use him as an example. He mm-hmm. he was the he was the head, he was the head coach at Oklahoma. And he took the IU job. Because the administration wanted a minority, and they kind of wanted to wipe away. They wanted the they wanted the great minority head coach, and they kind of wanted to wipe away the the stigmatism of Bob Knight. Well, when what comes with power five, right? Let's be honest, is coaching, and you also gotta like manage a, a, a somewhat of a headache, if that too. Um, meaning that you gotta. Shake hands, kiss babies, make sure boosters feel great about about you and, and giving your giving their money to uh, to to the conference or and what or what I'm no, sorry to the school, or what have you. Um, I, I again, I don't necessarily think it has anything to do with Kansas not wanting the black head coach or or, or, or IU not wanting the head coach. I I think you know what I'm saying. Um, I just think there's maybe
3: not
1: it, it, not a want on those minorities you know what I'm saying wanting to go coach ahead think about it Brandon when Chaka Smart left BCU he kind of was like uh, Texas I remember I, that's what I said I'm like I oh, mean you took Texas Texas is a football school they don't give two craps about basketball I don't think I think from a from a from a personal standpoint and for his development of his program they loved it they loved they, he he loves it that they won the NIT but even when Rick, okay, even when Rick Barnes was in Texas, they he he only got them to a week He only got them so far, and then they 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 ultimately fired. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. Because of the because of the reasons that I said, because you know they didn't, You know what I'm saying? The pressure. A lot of pressure comes with those big time schools. We got to if, if you're gonna have boosters and and alumni pumping in money into into the organization. You know, um, it, it is they gotta they gotta they want they gotta believe in what you're saying. Right, you gotta believe in what your, what, what your, what, what, whatever program you're running with your kids and who you are bringing in, and they also gotta, they also gotta, you know, believe in, again, like I said, you're talking about big money. They gotta believe in, they gotta believe in that individual. Yeah, um, culture
0: but, and family, I think, would be two big things as well.
1: Right, so you know, um, a lot of, I don't know, maybe a lot of, I, I, I just say maybe a lot of black, sometimes black coaches don't want to have to deal with that. They just want to coach. They right. recruit the players that they want and coach, regardless of that that's at Houston, a small a small mid major that I that I know that 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 uh that Calvin re up with and I know that they've had a history with uh they had a history, I think Ray Cullen coached there at one point as well. Uh and I know um and I know uh what's a uh he used to coach I P Y and then he went down to Georgia State, now he's at Tulane.
0: Ron Hunter. Uh,
1: yeah, Ron Hunter, I know he's he's kinda moving up. Up the, up, up the ranks or whatever. But, again, you know, so sometimes you just don't want the headache of, of having to deal with it. Like, dude, you know, there's so much more that goes into, and maybe that's why Bob Knight was such a jerk, <laughs> partially. There's so much more that goes into being the head coach of IU. There's so much more that goes into being a head coach of Duke. Uh, there's so much more that goes into definitely being a head coach of Kentucky because, if you don't even if you win a national championship, Tubby Smith, and you, you don't win another one, you know what I'm saying, or you don't get to to the final four. They're looking to take your job. You know, yeah. so I, I, again, I don't I necessarily think it's in, 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 you know inherent. I, I mean, it, it, it's got to be a one on both sides. I think a lot of times, also too, uh, just like these kids want to go pro, I think a lot of times coaches want to go pro. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I I know I, I don't know necessarily to answer your question. And then and then sometimes hold on, Brandon. On, on the flip side, sometimes guys. Just use Avery Johnson for example. They get in it, and then they realize, oh my, this is more than what I expected. And I think that's why Avery Johnson ultimately had a buyout with Alabama
2: because right. it, it,
1: it, it'd be more than what you say, especially if Nick Saban is over here and he got a trophy room full of, full of uh, full of trophies, and you are an NBA guy, and we don't have because that's I'm talking, I'm, that's the perception. If you're an NBA guy and you walk in, you're coaching Alabama. Well, the alumni who didn't get who the alumni who wrote a hundred thousand dollar check or two hundred, well, however big a check that it was, they're wanting to know why
4: they didn't get Zion Williamson,
1: why they, they didn't get Cam Reddish, why they didn't get P.J. Washington or whomever's you know Blue Chipper, McDonald's all American out there, you know, and that's and that's what I said that's what it takes. That's 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 what it takes. Okay. It's more than just coaching when it comes to Power
0: Five. Well done, you answered the question very <laughs> well. I just thought it was an interesting thing that. You, most people don't look at it. And I was just curious how many blackhead coaches there were now because they just lost two. And right. I was shocked that there was only seven. I mean, you said 20. I mean, shoot, yeah. You would think there's like, what, 50-some schools probably at <laughs> least? And there's only seven? Still, Come on.
1: i might just right. I still consider Michigan. I still consider the MAC a power five. Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. Let's hit the NBA now. Uh by the okay. way, Trey Jones, Trey Jones just announced he is coming back to Duke next year. He got so. to. He got to. Shoo! I like him.
1: But the world don't need no more Gary Paytons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, breaking news, Vince McMahon, the, actually the AAF tried to ask Vince McMahon to merge with the XFL. The AAF, wow. Vince McMahon said, no dice. Vince said no. Whoa, so, shocker. Uh, uh, yeah, shocker there. All right, NBA. The Indiana Pacers, we kind of hit on it with Sweet Lou when he called. I hope he likes me calling him Sweet Lou. I'm going to keep calling him Sweet Lou. <laughs> uh, Pacers, downfall. Another loss on Sunday night. They lost horribly to the Celtics on Friday. By the way, I put money on the Celtics Friday night. I figure it was a bigger spot for them. They, there's no way they could lose. They proved it. Uh, Pacers in a tailspin, John. 6-15 and versus playoff teams since the injury. 16 and 19 now since the Old Depot injury. Overall, I am declaring the Indiana Pacers officially dead.
1: <laughs> I won't go that far. They're saying that they're dead. Of course, playing against Boston, playing against and uh, hopefully uh, energized Boston as I'm a fan of that particular franchise. Um, and, and and maybe that's they, that's they played with a they played with a Boston that now had like I said had all their had all of their uh, their key players.
0: And you know what I'm saying they
1: had all the key weapons, um, and the Pacers don't don't have you know what I'm saying don't have their weapons. Um, I, I it still was going to be somewhat of a long haul. The playoffs you know what I'm you got to play the game when, when the game's is played. It's still, still going to be somewhat of a long haul, whether the Pacers had a home of, home court advantage or if they had you know uh, uh, the fifty as it is when they when they play away more so than they play at home. Um, I cannot say. I just think you know what I'm saying. Um, they're going to win a game, Brandon. They're not going to get swept. I would rather be talking about playoffs. Playoffs? Right. I'd rather be talking about playoffs than lottery at, 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 at any time. Because uh, that means you had, your team was out of it in December. And the Pacers have been, you know what I'm saying, in the dogfight ever since before Victor Depot, the pre-Victor Depot injury and after. So uh-huh. uh I get it that the stats suggest that they struggle against you know, those elite level teams that have all their you know what I'm saying, all their all their weapons, you know what I'm saying and you know what I'm saying, uh on the floor and available and ready to play. Um it kind of does it speaks to the depth that Kevin Pritchard has put together that they've been able to bounce back between third, fourth, and fifth. So dead to me, when you say dead, that dead. suggests that the season, listen, Brennan, that's just that the season was a failure, and I cannot
0: say that. No, no, no. I'm saying the season is dead. It's over. It's time to shut the book, close it, take banker's life, put the basketball goals up. Well, I guess you got to keep them out for the fever, but they're dead as well. They, well they're <laughs> oh, the worst team in the WNBA. Uh, put the men's basketball goals, uh, the jerseys, put the Pacers stuff, put lock it all up until October because we may win one game. And if you haven't been to a Pacer game yet, folks, I'm gonna tell you this: you got two games to go see him. You got two games. I want them to win, John. Trust me, I'm the biggest Pacer fan, and you know how much I love the Pacers. And Willie Martin, if you're listening, you're gonna agree with me. This team is dead. There is no way, as talented as Boston is, that we're gonna go in there and at least win two. And Boston, yeah. ain't no way.
1: Everybody's going to get back healthy, and then you're going to see what the prices are really about.
0: Next year. <laughs> Cause you, cause, well, you said everybody has to be healthy. I'm thinking Victor Oladipo.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about the prices as constructed as right now today. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. Uh, hey, man, how concerned are you about S- Space Jam 2? LeBron James can't find ca- a cast to film the movie. All the big names don't right. want to do it. Oh, big-name basketball players? Yeah, they don't want to do it. Durant doesn't want to do it. A lot of LeBron's boys don't want to do this this movie.
1: Oh, wow. Good way to do it.
0: If they don't want to do the movie, they sure as hell don't want to go to the Lakers and play with them next year.
1: What? you know what? That's because their agents haven't explained who got the money and who and where you're going to play at. So Yeah. The two teams, that's around NBA, right? That's what I'm about to mark out. But the two teams that have a boatload of money they can offer free agents. The Pacers, Kevin Durant ain't coming here. Sorry, <laughs> Crossroads fans, he's not. Okay? The, the Which, the Knicks, okay, maybe. He, but you're going to be dealing with rookies, second-year players, and a crazy-ass owner. Okay? The other team that <laughs> has money, is the, is the Clippers. Now you can trust the brain trust of the Clippers between Jerry West, uh, who's who's like the vice president of basketball operations and uh-huh. um, um, Doc, Doc Rivers, who's the head coach, Doc Rivers, who's proven he can win in Orlando, he's won in Boston and parts in between, right? Uh, as a player and as a coach. Uh, they, but like I said, they have two, but like, do you really want to be the second the little brother of the Lakers. Because, like, you know what? Historically, it doesn't matter how good the Clippers are. You can have your live city. The Lakers are still the primary ticket. They are. Um, So when all this shakes out, when all this season shakes out and the Golden State Warriors win, because that's what I think is going to win the championship. Um, Spoiler. Either players are going to re-sign with their team. And be miserable, <laughs> or they're gonna have to, go, or they're gonna, you know, take a chance and a gamble and go play with LeBron. It's, it's not like it's not like he's gonna be the 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 ball dominant guy for the next two years. If you're if you're a 26 year old guy and he's 34, correct? He's 34. Right. It's not right. like he, we we saw the chinks in the kinks in the armor this year. We saw. Still extremely athletic, but we also saw the fact that LeBron can be injured, and LeBron is mortal. That's what we kind of saw today. Let me saw this year. So,
0: um, it, and even with them,
1: they still got a lot of work to do. They still got a lot of work to do. I, I get it. Nobody said they want to go play with him. None of his friends outside of work, whatever. Or outside, yeah, yeah, outside of basketball, whatever. Said they want to go play with him.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and that, that that might obviously speak. That speaks to. Some of the things that come along with him, LeBron, but also speaks to what Rob, what Rob Palenka and Matt Johnson and lack thereof, and, and, you know what I'm saying, containing the media control are, are haven't been able to do. Deals mm-hmm. are hard with this. Brandon. Deals are constantly being made behind closed doors, right? And yeah,
0: Magic's been called Lakers, for tampering enough.
1: Right, and the Lakers. <laughs> right, and the Lakers. He, he didn't. He has not played this at all, at at all, at any point. People just look at people. Lay people look at it. Oh, Magic is gonna get fined ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars. Nothing to them. Magic is gonna get for talking about Giannis. Magic is gonna get fined for talking about Paul George. Well, all that kind of like, dude, like, don't stop talking. Stop talking, mm-hmm. and let the let, get on the phone and start talking. Stop talking in the media. Start talking to the general manager, because when you're talking to media, everybody gets pissed. Like you're talking over them. because, like, oh, I'm Magic Johnson. I can get anybody. You go right. get LeBron James, he's already on his way. You know? now,
0: um, no, John. Let me put you as Magic Johnson for a second. And I know hindsight's twenty twenty. So you're Magic Johnson last off season. It's July first or June thirtieth, whatnot. You could either have LeBron James come in there and uh have the type of season you had, or you traded I want you to think who they had. They had an up-and-coming Julius Randle. They had an up-and-coming yep. DeAndre Russell. They had a Zubak who is a 20, 24-year-old seven-footer, agile, yep. better than Timothy Moskov. Yep. And they traded him away just to get rid of Michael Beasley. Now, yep. I know it's going to sound crazy in hindsight, but if you're Magic Johnson, did you make the wrong move?
1: Absolutely. He made the wrong moves. When all LeBron, he didn't do his homework, man. He really didn't. And I have talked about this on Twitter. I have talked about this and in, 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 in with other with other uh, with other coaching types. Um, LeBron James teams need shooters around him. He's ball dominant, and he's and he, you know what I'm saying when he you know to get his head of steam and starts running start running the team and playing you know small forward point guard. You need shooters around him. Where's the shooters at? Besides Kyle Kuzman? where's the shooters at? About you know I mean like. Like the Mike Mills of the world, like, uh, like uh, I'm trying to think who we had in Cleveland with him as a shooter. does you know what I mean? But there's no out, there's no, there's no quality outside shooting with the Lakers team. There's a lot of guys who can go one on one, you know. Um, but there, then people, you know, Brandon, you brought up Randall. People talk about fit, and Randall didn't even sign with the Pelicans for a lot of money. But, but oh. I don't even think him and Ingram. I don't think him and Ingram play. I don't think Ingram and LeBron played very well together. Their, their, their style of basketball doesn't complement one another.
0: I think Randall so, and LeBron could have. Well,
1: you know, people people say, people always question me about, well, what, what, what position does Randall play? Can he play? I'd Like, Randall played center and power forward, and the Pelicans still brought him in, and they were winning until the whole Anthony Davis fiasco. Like you know, what I mean, they actually have a good team. Maybe not necessarily as star-studded as Anthony Davis wanted to, wanted it to be, right? When he got to LeBron James, you know, we look at the Lakers. I'm sorry, we look at the Golden State Warriors. But they had a pretty good team. I thought Randall was a better fit than Cousins, and Cousins is a tremendously a better player than than Randall. Randall knows his role. Randall knows that he's supposed to bang the boards. You know what I'm right. I mean? saying? Uh, Shoot. Best his best shot is underneath the free throw line, you know what I mean, and that's that's, that's his job. That's what he does. That's what he does with for New Orleans. Plays mm-hmm. a little bit center, but it, I got a lot of people tell me that him and LeBron couldn't play together because cause of spacing. Because then you're making then you're making LeBron a three point shooter. I'm like man, I don't, I don't I don't I don't buy it. I don't I don't I don't buy it. I I just think that Magic Johnson mismanaged the roster to the point that. He thought that I'll just get a whole bunch of one and done guys, sign them up to one year contracts. Beasley, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> what I, when I first heard it, I was like, Beasley, are you serious? I was like, dude, that dude can't get off the weed. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a am not dissing weed. I'm just saying that's what he's in love with. He's not in love with basketball. If you have somebody right. with LeBron, they got to be in love with basketball and winning. And that's not what he put. That's not what he put out there. Again, some of this also is on LeBron's fault and how he acted around the team and how he kind of pouted and how he kind of, you know. But that's kind of oh, the yeah. thing he said to the media. Some of the things he said to the media are the same thing, sentiments he said to around in Cleveland. But when people, you know what, I remember, i just give you a little, little into my in my world. I was more motivated when my father pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? On different things. When it came to motivate me, than I was when he just coddled me. Like he, he the, the, the the team he has right now in LA is the team that needs to be coddled. A bunch of young guys who, 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 guess what? Two years ago, they told you were you were great, man. You know what I'm saying? In college, now you gotta go play with the king, and he's he's in win mode. He's in playoff mode, as he says. You know what I'm saying? Veterans mm-hmm. kind of get it. So when you diss just a veteran in the media, or when you're a veteran in locker room. He takes it personal. Oh, okay, so this dude tell me I ain't worth. Okay, we'll show him, and that's that's why I, that's my personal opinion why Cleveland was successful in, in in last year, but this year not so many veterans, not so many veterans on the team, and not so many parts that not so many parts that complement his 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 talent. So it's all okay. for me. It's, it's all Matthew Johnson.
0: All right, <laughs> we've got forty minutes left in the show. got still okay. quite a bit I want to hit on. Um, Shout out to the Orlando Magic. First playoffs since 2012. Nobody expected the Magic to be anywhere near the playoffs. Uh, Man. How about that performance? Man, DJ Augustine's playing for the contract. I know we got Jonathan out of Simmons. Here. I always thought Jonathan Simmons would have been a good pacer.
1: I don't think. Does he still play for them? I thought he got yeah. traded. I think he okay. still plays for them. Because I know Mo Bamba is kind of still working a, a, a project for him. Um,
0: uh, let's see. I'm looking right now. Oh, he got traded. He went to the Sixers. So I stand corrected.
1: Yeah, I well, Mo another Bamba, big. Mo Bamba hasn't had necessarily the impact like the first year, two year impact that they thought he would have. But uh, that team is still, you know, kind of come together. Uh, if you if you're you know what I, I I talked to a lot of Florida people down there and like if you resign with Orlando then you really want to be there you know mm-hmm. so I, I'm, yeah I'm D glad J Augustine
0: that is, that is, Michael Carter Williams Fort uh, Fournier uh, Markel Fultz Aaron Gordon Jerry and Grant from uh, Notre Dame Jonathan Isaac uh, that's who I was thinking of Emil Jefferson. Yeah, Terrence Ross and then Vukicic, which made they got it. That's a good roster, John. That's sneaky good.
1: It's sneaky good. Reminds me of like a whole expansion with their hearts. It reminds me of the old expansion teams of of Charlotte and Orlando. But yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, You know, and here's the thing with them in the Eastern Conference. I looked at their schedule this year. In the game, they won every game they needed to win. Every game that you should you should what you look at on your schedule, you're like, hey, we should win this game. That's the game they won those games. Not to say they yeah. beat the Pacers, well, I, I, I believe they beat the Pacers three out of four. I
1: thought they split, but yeah. You, but you know what? what, 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 what not the one said that's a veteran team, though. Yeah. That's a veteran. Yep. Team. Outside of Mo Bamba, that's a veteran team, and those guys, like a lot of those guys, nobody really kind of like believed in. Yeah.
0: You know? Absolutely. So, um, well, I want to do an NBA playoff preview, but it's not even set yet. We don't even have this. We they may have to do a. <laughs> We may have to do another show this week, uh at the end of the week or so, just a an hour show just previewing the NBA playoffs. But um okay. you've got three teams for two spots. Detroit, Charlotte, Miami. Which two get in?
1: Detroit, Charlotte, or
2: Miami.
1: Uh, unless Blake Griffin plays, I can, I'm gonna have to eliminate Detroit. I like I like them better with Blake Griffin. My boy Kadnar, I wish Played somewhere else. <laughs> Other than
0: Detroit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: well, they're up Detroit, one game.
1: Charlotte.
4: Who else? Detroit, Detroit, Charlotte,
0: and Miami. Detroit is up one game on. And excuse me. It's it's one, two, three teams for one spot. Detroit is up one game on Charlotte and Miami.
1: I think Dwayne Wade can turn back time. I That's
0: hope so. Well,
1: yeah. That's
2: what I want. You
0: can turn back time one more time. Pistons. Pistons have lost four in a row. Charlotte's won three in a row. And Miami's lost four in a row. So teams are shrinking streaking the wrong way. Uh, right. It was the other night, Charlotte, Jeremy Lamb hit the uh, another buzzer beater against Toronto. You've been uh,
2: better
0: and I laughed my ass off on NBA TV when they said, uh, they said, you know, Jeremy Lamb, he's the second best player on the court. And they said, "Well, who's well? Who's the best one?" They said, "Michael Jordan." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I I love that, and that was perfect. All right, John, this is one I know. Me and you kind of talked about it offline on on, on uh, text messages throughout the weekend. But for our people that didn't listen or haven't seen it, there were some comparisons on NBA Countdown on ESPN this week. Um, within some some players and Dwayne Wade and such. I have a soundbite here. It's about two minutes long. I'm going to play it for everybody to listen, and then uh, I want your response, John. So here we go. All right. (laughs) Tale of the tape. Both NBA Finals MVP. You have him in career points. He's got more playoff points. You are a more clutch shooter overall. He's got more playoff points.
1: Paul, riddle me this. Who's the better NBA Player. that's easy I can say that off the bat that's me if you give me Shaq if you give me LeBron yeah we got that late but like early in my career if I mean what are you if doing you right give now? Me these guys early in my career what, well let me if, ask you this what would have been a perfect time for you Paul let's make sure we get this right when I was 24 years old okay. you give me Shaq when I'm 24 25 you give me LeBron and Bosh i would be sitting on five or six championships easy so then, uh, who has the better but NBA? But I, played, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Jeez, I played ten years you know, with who? You know what? Uh, who? Antoine Walker. But here's the thing. Come on. Man. Antoine, <laughs> also, oh, I, wow I, I knew you were gonna do this, so I you got some it. video for Come you. Come on. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, I knew you were gonna do this. That's why oh. I wasn't gonna even oh. try to answer. that was a uh,
2: hello. That's
1: the screen right there. I'm gonna give you some videos so you look, can. Look, see. I got thrown out
2: for that. I didn't do anything hey, wrong. One. I saw
1: it. I saw that. Oh, that's just ball,
2: See that? Jalen, that
1: was nice of you. James and Boss over there. Yeah, thrown out of playoff game for yeah, have the my guys. back, you know? Look at that, get thrown Ooh, out. Come you on, must have been man. fun to be around
2: that come night.
4: Come
1: on, now. Oh, man, now, come
4: on. Those Give were some, some prime of the, Shaq. Some of the great series of I can never remember covering.
1: Dwayne Wade didn't get prime Shaq. Kobe did. Yeah, why? Yeah. But Shaq still Or
2: Gary Payton. in the tank. That's
4: why they won, because he still has something in the tank.
1: Yeah.
2: Wade, like. Wade's the
4: number one shot blocker amongst all guards in NBA history. So that's how he'll be a factor. What? About shot blocking on- How
1: about their final couple oh. of years? You have some lost tape years, like in <laughs> Clippers. Oh, he's got like he Wait, he's no, he right doesn't now. acknowledge playing, those years. Ball. Yeah, he doesn't acknowledge <laughs>
2: oh, 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 of it. Oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, I like, was at oh. the house. That was like me and Phoenix. I came home. Oh, Paul, came home. never changed. <laughs> I was coaching.
0: All right, John, what's your take? Paul Pierce saying he's think, better than Dwayne Wade.
1: I think, Paul, like the tail end of that, the first part of it is ridiculous, but tail end of that, I think I think behind the scenes they know, they were going to ask that question, and there's no player who of of a, of a Hall of Fame uh, caliber that that Paul Pierce is going to say that anybody is better than them outside of maybe like Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Or or LeBron James. I I bet like Brandon. I bet Paul Pierce thinks he's better than Larry Bird, and that's blasphemy And that is, <laughs> he But he can't blessed. say. It. But he he can't say that. He can never say that because he wouldn't be able to go back to the Garden. Um. Him, like, but the the, the the total I watched that I did watch that total clip because I think it was kind of unfair. For one, they're two different players. You know, LeBron. I mean, sorry, Dwayne Wade is a shooting guard, and um, Paul Pierce is a small forward. And those, those are technically wing positions that are kind of interchangeable in today's NBA. They play they play the game a little bit differently uh, on the floor. Uh, I don't want. I know there has been a much much of a media pile on uh, t- from Twitter and and, and, and Facebook alike. People like Paul's crazy. This, that, and the fourth, or in the third. But it's not that it's not that Paul Pierce wasn't a great player, All Star level player, Hall, uh, future Hall of Famer. Uh, he is. He does say the truth as he is as he as his marker. He does say the truth. Give him Shaq. He probably would have four championship rings because I shoot Michael Doliak got a championship ring because of Shaq. Now I'm not saying Michael Doliak is in the same position <laughs> as, as, as as Paul Pierce, but anybody who played with Shaq in his prime man, the game was a whole lot easier than playing with anybody else. Kobe included but I don't think nine.
0: Shaq was in his prime when he was in Miami. Well, I'm saying, well, the,
1: the first year... I don't think he was. He still put up regular season 21 points a game. And to my knowledge, Miami hadn't won a championship till he got there,
0: right? Correct. <laughs> that's, not, I, that's not Dwayne Wade's fault. Well,
1: I get they, it that They didn't win until Wade gets in, there either. Dwayne Wade became well. No, the year before when they had Lamar and uh, Karan Butler, they pushed. They got to the. They didn't. Get, they didn't get to these conference finals, but they got to the second round. But those that's the, those are the kind of assets that Pat Riley, who I trust Pat Riley more than anybody, as a, as a team builder, even more so than Danny Ainge. Pat Riley knew he seen Shaq what he was and could could be. For in, the, in the short term, and he was willing to trade the future, which was Lamar and Karan Butler to the to the Lakers for Shaquille O'Neal, and, mm-hmm. and they and it, and it worked out for him. He got a championship because he knew he had a he knew he had an alpha level player in 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 Dwayne Wade, somebody who wasn't as broken up. I'm sorry, just he, was, he wasn't as hurt as Penny Hardaway was when Shaq had it when they when they had that pairing. Shaq is the, the 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 beauty of Shaq is that. He needed either a, a dynamic court guard or a dynamic shoot guard to make his game that more efficient. But on the flip side of all that, as I just said, that he also made the whole team more efficient because like you had, to, you have to double team Shaq. Otherwise, he's going to kill you. I don't, you know, if you don't double team Shaq, either in a random uniform, either in a Laker uniform, either in a Phoenix uniform, he's going to kill you. I don't. I don't have the numbers in front of me. What he averaged in, I, know, I know the numbers. What he averaged in box. That, was, that was. I lapid. have them
0: right here. I know the, I have, have them right here.
1: I know the. I know the numbers around about what he did in Cleveland, but that was definitely dilapidated Shaq. But even then, he still averaged. I want to say between fifteen and sixteen points a game when he's with LeBron in Cleveland, but in Phoenix, twelve. Was, right. Thank you. We're still double digits. Right. I'm. <laughs> I'm just saying. In uh, Phoenix. <laughs> in Phoenix, but that was far. Your twelve points is far from what he used to do. 26, 27, He's also 37 29.
0: years old then, too.
1: Right, also <laughs> 37 years old. So, Paul Pierce says the truth. And yeah, he played with Shaq, and in his L.A. years, he probably had three or four chapters. That, that's, he's saying he's better than Kobe Bryant, because Kobe Bryant didn't get but three with Shaq, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but but he also brings up a good point. Who did he play with? Now, I would never shade Ron Mercer, Antoine Walker,
0: because they used to keep
1: ass. Uh, poor used to Antoine Walker.
0: Day. Just got, just got drugged.
1: Oh man. But he did not necessarily play he, he played with – he he cannot say that he never who he played with because they they had a chance to make down an argument a true a hard argument would have been, could have been said had they beat the Lakers the second time around and kept Kobe at 4 instead of 5 with the, when he had uh Garnett when he was him and Garnett still uh as a as a as a prime still somewhat in their prime. Oh, and he they, they could have went back to back. which
4: is what I'm trying to say.
1: But uh, he, he has no. I mean, they the other part of the interview, man. They they start comparing Dwayne Wade to Allen Iverson. They compared Dwayne Wade.
4: Yep. Yep. To
0: Isaiah Thomas,
1: and I think I just think when you know sometimes these comparisons are a little unfair. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, look at Paul Pierce. I mean, shit. He went to Brooklyn. He went to Washington. And then he finished up with the Clippers. I mean, he was only averaging 13 points a game when he went to Brooklyn. I mean he dropped 5 yeah. points and 7 points a game less when he went to these teams and left Boston. Uh yeah. So anyways, uh it's I'll tell you, you what. For, it's, laughable for t- him to
1: think, it's laughable It's laughable player for player, it's laughable for him to think that he is was as great on the floor on the hardwood as Dwayne Wade, but what you expect yeah. him to say that oh man,
0: he's but, good. exactly. They got the reaction that everybody wanted him to get. So, yeah. which is great. And yep. the biggest thing to come out of it on Dwayne Wade's side is that he it proves that he has a ride or die girl with him. Cause you don't oh, yeah. piss off Jabby.
1: <laughs> no, man, no. you know, I I, I I go back and forth with people, man, saying Dwayne Wade's third best shooting guard. I'm like, man, there's a whole lot of it's a whole there's a whole lot of debate on that one. Whole lot of debate.
0: Reggie? Is he better than Reggie? Man, <laughs> is that one? Is that a I, poll I we need to put up?
1: That's a poll. You got to put. You got to put Clyde Drexler up there too. You got to put Joe Dumars up there. I, you know, but again, do, do like Michael Jordan said. Don't compare errors. He said this. Don't compare errors because you're going to find that the more digging that you dig, the, de- the deeper you, you dig, you're going to find that maybe you know, say this guy. It's, it, it's, just, it's all. It's all different. There's different errors and there's different rules and it's all who you like anyway.
0: Be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, good to hear. We have uh twenty eight minutes to go, which is perfect timing. Um by the way, shout out I don't know if you saw Kevin Love and Shannon Fry uh the other night. Shane Fry's retiring at the end of the season. Uh Kevin Love went to check in for Shannon oh, Fry and uh War Love took off his warm up and he had on a Shane Fry Arizona uh jersey. Wow uh, uh so and what he did, he took it off as he's entering for the game. Fry started laughing, and he chucked his jer- uh, love, chuck took the jersey off and chucked it over at uh, at Shane Fry. So that was that was pretty cool to see. <laughs>
1: a lot of Pac twelve, a lot of pa- I said it right, a lot of Pac twelve love there.
0: Yeah, you said it right. Finally, all right, John. Quick hitters. Uh, it's Masters week. Another a great time for us golfers. I know you don't golf at all, but I'm excited. Nope. One of the best weeks of the year. You got national championship tonight, then you have the Masters. Uh, Only better person that has it is uh, uh, Jim Nance, who goes straight from there to there to announce it. So, Mm -hmm. big Masters Mm -hmm. week. Um, WWE had WrestleMania in the Hall of Fame this weekend. John, I was blowing up your phone this weekend with everything (laughs) WrestleMania and Hall of Fame related. I I started losing crazy at the end of Virginia game happened the same exact time that Bret Hart's getting attacked on the Hall of Fame stage. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very crazy. scary I moment. Saw,
1: yeah, I saw the video reaction, and there's always a there's always a Yahoo, not 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 dot com, but there's always a Yahoo that tries to run on the field in an NFL game, and uh, evidently now leading over to the wrestling ring. Well, the wrestling world, what I would never do, Brandon, is jump into a ring. Where all the guys are bigger than me and probably loaded up on some type of performance enhancer, you know what I'm saying? That dude's yeah. nuts. <laughs> There's no He's way. I, a, and I think I think somebody actually popped him in the head. Yeah. That, I mean, got Dash down, Wilder somebody, from the Revival.
2: That's
1: what i about. idiot. Again, they they just that's something that they. I mean, they they we all know wrestling is staged, right? But you you you're, you're acting oversized men, right? going from the event that I'm going your employees, except for Ray Mysterio, anybody small, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're talking about anybody from the from the, from six foot two to six foot eight to seven foot. You actually you you get you're jumping into a ring to piss them off, man, you're crazy. And you got
0: <laughs> what it Absolutely.
1: What
0: uh the Hall of Fame speeches were really good. Uh Honky Tonks was good. DX's Wayne's was perfect. probably hilarious. DX's actually had a very funny one. It was very edgy um, which brought okay. back the Attitude Era. So if you get a chance to watch the DX speech, I highly suggest it. It was very, very, very much enjoyable and fun. It brought you back to the late 90s. Enough that where they did some things, they talk about Vince McMahon. Vince always says on the big sheet of paper, don't talk about Vince McMahon in your speeches. And they were out there talking, don't talk about Vince McMahon. He gets pissed if you call him. like You say something like that about Vince McMahon, about thanking him for anything, he's going to fire you. Well, Billy Gunn, who now is on the creative team for AEW mm-hmm. uh, says, well, he can't fire me. Uh, I don't work for him anymore, which everybody started laughing. And then Triple H mm-hmm. comes out and says, you better watch it. Cause Vince McMahon will go buy that pissant ant kind of a company and then he'll oh. fire you after, after buying it. So there was plenty of jabs at AEW as well during that uh, thing. So it was very edgy. They did very well on uh, talking about China. Triple H talked about China, okay. Sean, Sean did, Road Dogg, Billy, X-Pac. Uh, X-Pac, you can tell he's taken too many concussions at times, but he got very choked up. Uh, he said the one person to thank him for his career was Bret Hart. Um, I still remember the match on Monday Night Raw in 1994 with One Two Three Kid and Bret Hart fought. It was probably one of the best championship matches. Uh, people didn't know championship uh 1, 2, 3 Kid got a championship title match, but he did that night, and he put on a good show for that, and that's kind of what helped race him up. Um, Harlem Heat uh, Stevie Ray Stevie Ray has ballooned out a little bit uh, not like <laughs> Booker uh, okay. so I, I, I wanted to say something there but uh, yes Harlem Heat making it uh, I don't know where they would rank on the top 10 echelons for tag team maybe top 10 you think
1: oh probably not probably not for WWE if you broke it down to like WCW then yeah but probably definitely not for WWE they'd probably be in the top 25 if you, if you added everything together but probably definitely okay. for
0: WWE, I wouldn't say. Okay. Right. Um, looking at WrestleMania itself, uh, starting out, Hogan came out, had a big pop. Uh, a couple years ago, he messed up staying in the Silverdome when it was in the Superdome. <laughs> this year, he said Silverdome, which he says, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's a great time here at MetLife Center. Well, Hulk, damn it, it's MetLife Stadium. And it says it right on this big sign that was right beside you. So... Hogan's promos are getting worse.
1: He still gets jitters, man. He's getting getting jitters.
2: Yeah, he's got the
0: jitters. Um, There was a report this weekend that he did end up – now, you saw it during the Hall of Fame speech when he brought out Brutus uh, that the New Day was very much not into Hogan talking. You can see the expressions on their faces that they stood right behind Hulk Hogan or sat down. It's been noted that they were very much against him coming back. Um, after the words he said. Um, but apparently okay. Sunday, Sunday, Big E, Xavier, and Kofi had a sit-down meeting with Hulk Hogan. Um, they explained their sides, and they put on Twitter afterwards that all is forgiven, and everybody deserves a second chance. So they've patched that up, and that was the biggest uh, thing with that. Uh, okay. The best news I like is Jonathan Birdsong is back to WWE programming. <laughs> Because you said it, you said as soon as Lesnar gets I loose to the title, that. and I called it for the last month and a half that you'd be back on tonight. And Seth Rollins, first match, knocked off Brock Lesnar. Did you see that video thing I tagged you in, the whole, I like, kind of gave a recap of everything?
1: Yeah, I can't believe they, I can't believe they let Seth Rollins. And, and, and I, I actually thought Seth had more heat. I actually think he had more heat as a heel. You know what I'm saying? I think you better utilize that as a heel. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, this body of work as a base, man. I just didn't see it. I still see it. But yeah, it, but yeah, now I gotta watch Raw. I'm back to watch the WWE program. As a, as yeah. a Raw. Brock is finally Brock, The the giant has been slayed.
0: <laughs> yes, the beast has been slayed. Uh, one of my favorite moments of the night. Kofi Kingston wins the WWE title. They go back to the regular title now. It's not that paper crappy version that Daniel Bryan <laughs> had. But Kofi Kingston, 11-year journeyman, uh, yep. black African-American, yeah, finally getting a hold in the world title. It's been a while since one's held it. Um, I believe The Rock, but, I mean, I don't know if you really I, – I guess I don't know what Rock's correct race Rock is. Rock technically but... says,
1: to not defend both sides of his heritage, he, 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 he kind of says he's both. I think that they haven't had a black world heavyweight champion since maybe Mark Henry.
0: Yeah, I think I think so. Uh, Ezekiel Jackson won the ECW title at one point, but <laughs> yeah, I would say Mark Henry would be uh, would be the one. Um, but I was yeah. excited to see for Kofi. I know you followed Kofi kind of his entire career as well. Um, I, thoughts on him yeah, winning I, the title?
1: I mean, I think it's, I think it's all just due. Um, it was the now, best match
0: of the that, night. Barnum's I,
1: I, best man, match. I, I, do, I just said I don't think there's any covert racism in the NCAA, but I do think doesn't trust. I do know that Vince doesn't trust. I think I think there's somewhat not racism like the Klan, but I think there's racism to the fact that he doesn't misunderstand how to book a minority, if that right. makes sense. I, really I agree with sense. you there. That's what I mean by racism. Racism doesn't have – I mean, sorry, Crossroads fans – Racism doesn't always have to be, you know, hail Hitler or or, or the Ku Klux Klan or, or or any of that. Those things are, but anytime you don't put forth the effort, you're in a position of power. You don't put forth the an effort and see that Akolpa Kingston has just as so much ability as the Miz, as Dolph Ziggler, guys who got title runs ahead of him. You know what I mean? That's when. That's what I mean. That that's what I mean. That Vince doesn't know how to book minorities. Hell, every time he seemingly has a, a great Hispanic wrestler, he comes out put, puts him in sombrero. <laughs> you
2: know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: <laughs>
2: uh, Shout but, out Tito.
1: But, but, but right, Tito, and what's my man? He got he's gone now. He fell out of, he fell out of favor with both everybody now, WWE and TNA.
0: Oh, uh, ah, uh, right. Alberto Del Rio.
1: Yeah, Alberto Del Rio, and I thought right, I thought he was great here, but. Regardless of all that, I am happy for Kofi Kingston. However
0: long he's able to keep
1: the WWE title, um, he's going to have to work, obviously, uh, because part, part of part of maintaining being champ uh, in WWE land is cutting cutting killer promos and putting on a, uh, high quality matches. Uh, I think he's got it. I think he'll have it covered. Putting on high quality matches, he's still going to he still gonna have to work on his promo work. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Best match of the night for Barnum was Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. Um, as expected. Uh, I'm excited to see what else what other storylines are gonna go in now with Kofi um, with that, uh to see. Right. Um Kurt Angle lost his last patch. Uh right. but you know, I I got reading an article. Yeah, it's the Baron Corbin, everybody was pissed off about it. But you tell me this when has a professional, a veteran professional not lost, and gone out, real pros go out on the mat because they put, they put somebody over. That's right. what I feel, and that's what Kurt Angle did right there, being a professional. Right,
1: right. That's what, that, that is That's something, that's like an unwritten rule in wrestling. I don't necessarily like it because I always want the good guy or the guy who's leaving the win, but that's kind of like an unwritten rule to help the young talent get over. The WWE believes in Baron Corbin. They took him from some zombie-looking guy <laughs> uh, about <laughs> two, two years ago, and they made him they gave him a mouthpiece. He, he 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 does have a good mic. He has, I I think he has good mic skills. I oh, don't yeah. necessarily like all the programs. I don't think I don't like I don't like all the programs they had him in. You know what I mean? He gets good heat. Or, yeah, he yeah, he does get good heat. Um, but this is definitely a building block for him, and hopefully he hopefully all this all of the goofiness that that I kind of, like, that that he's been associated with. All you gotta do is get a good, good get get in a good program with. Another up-and-coming face, and then people forget about where yeah. were you have were you a Husky Harris. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> you know uh, Triple H beats Batista. I know you were going to be upset with it, but Batista retired afterwards, said he went out his way. Batista wanted to lose. He wanted to have one last great match with somebody he admired who got him going in the business. He got that mm-hmm. Uh I don't think a lot of people were upset that Batista lost. Obviously, Triple H still has maybe one or two matches left in him. Um, he was going to have to retire if he lost that, and we knew that was not going to happen. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, Batista, good run. It was a very violent match. Triple H ripped a damn nose ring out of his, ma- out of his nose with a pair of pliers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I mean, come on. Woo. Uh, Rick Flair hey, did his justice.
1: Listen, when is Triple H, H going to put somebody over?
0: <laughs> uh, he did with Orton His own people Yeah If it's, if it's not in his yeah. group Then he won't um, yeah, I Becky Lynch Wins the Raw and Smackdown title This was the main event um, Some people are saying botched finish I thought it was a botched finish The more I'm reading today From some of the insiders That was what they wanted to do It's just Ronda didn't get herself In the correct position For the end of the match the referee okay. Debbie is supposed to do, but Rhonda didn't get her p- self positioned correctly. Uh she got a severely broken hand in the match. Uh but it actually went over well. It it kept Charlotte strong with her getting going through the table. Yeah, they added tables to it, and I said adding tables is it's almost like they're put trying to do too much, but they needed something to get in a triple threat match, get somebody out of it so they can have a good finish. Mm-hmm. Um right. And it made it also keeps that controversy a little bit. That way, if Ronda does come back in a year or two, because she's going to go have a family now, um, if she comes back in a year or two, you can set up that rematch between those two at WrestleMania, and boom, you don't even have to do much creative with it, which is right, great. Right, right. John, that main event didn't start until about 12.08 in the morning last night. <laughs> or this morning, I should say. This morning it didn't start until about 12.08 a.m. Yeah, that's that's,
1: uh, not that's not WWE-like at all. No,
0: it's not. Uh, the pre-show started at 5. They had three matches and interviews uh, in that two hours. And then 7 to 12.25. It 12.25 in the mornings when they went off the air. Uh, but my goodness, it was a marathon of a mania for me. I told my girlfriend, I said, you're not ready for WrestleMania yet because you got to build yourself up. You're going to be there six hours trying to watch a little bit of it. <laughs> but I watched it. I thought it was a great WrestleMania. I gave it an eight. I think WWE is turning a page, going a different route now, because you got all your faces won. Becky Lynch won. Kofi Kingston won. Seth Rollins won. Penn uh, Balor won the Intercontinental title. Zack Ryder mm-hmm. and Curt Hawkins won the tag titles. Uh, they no, are going that. a different way. All the faces won. A lot of the faces won the matches, which is great to see. And then now right. next week, you have the Superstar shakeup slash Draft. So it'll be interesting to see who goes to what areas. Uh, It's also reported now that AJ Styles got hurt and he's injured um, in his matchup with Orton last night. So we'll see what happens there. But tonight is one night to always watch Raw because the night after WrestleMania is always very crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, we can honestly say Jonathan Burson, ladies and gentlemen, is back. And I'm most excited myself because we have something to talk about now with it. So, which is perfect. I'll be on it. Alright, we got thirty <laughs> minutes left. Um I'm so sick and tired of Antonio Brown and his shit. Just oh, keep your mouth oh, shut yes. and go do your thing. Now he's putting out tweets about Juju. He's putting out Instagram DMs where Juju said, Hey, I'm an upcoming receiver, I like what kind of give me some tips. And Juju is being the most professional out of this. It's showing how much of an right. asshole sorry Antonio Brown really is. Right. So when Antonio
1: Brown first started want to do this shake up, I, I wanted to leave out of Pittsburgh. He said, "You know, basically, Mike Tom was almost Uncle Tom." He basically said that the Pittsburghers been over backwards for Ben. You know, I, I I almost kind of fell for some of the things he been saying until he showed up on national TV with a freaking blonde mustache. But <laughs> with 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 this man, this kind of seals the I, I, dude. Like you, you can't you cannot be that. That crazy roller coaster! You just two weeks ago, three weeks ago, or whenever you got traded, said forever Pittsburgh Steelers, I love the fans, right? And then he, did that right. so I'm with him. Right. That would have been a great transition. Leave it alone. Now you bring up like I don't even understand. Like where did it come from? Do you still need yeah. more attention? You still need more attention. Like you need to be working. You need to be working out. Getting crazy with 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 uh, with Coach Chucky, and getting crazy with the quarterback out there So that y'all. <laughs> Don't look like laughingstock when 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 when, when, the, when the season starts because the more the more you know I get it there's there's an underlying rules of how much you can practice and like you know uh, that the, that the NFLPA put in during the during the last uh, collective bargaining agreement or whatever but the more you come connected with your team the better off you're, the better your season's gonna be and like right. dude, he, just, he just he just makes it like he makes himself look like really what the picture perfect diva receiver is. Like that's that's what it is. Like you the divorce is finally it's over and you're still complaining about this, that, and the other, showing jealousy. That's basically what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, Juju Juju's been the professional about it. He says, Man, I've been over or backwards to this guy. I've been nothing but respectful. Um right. they put out and then this last one that, that Brown put out today about the the DM that Juju sent which was nothing wrong with the DM. He just wanted advice. He was an upcoming receiver at USC. And uh, Juju just sent out a quote. There was like a quote picture, um, which was great. Now, I thought it was funny because this is the first time I actually give Le'Veon Bell credit um, in a while <clears throat> because Le'Veon said, man, with all this beef that's going on and people just not being real, which that's kind of a shot at Antonio Brown, he said, I wanted to take time out of my life, take time – and he sent a screenshot of a text message he sent to James Conner. Hey, man, how are you doing? Hope things are well. Listen, I, I love you as a brother. Um, you're going to do big things. Like, and they still keep in touch. And I think that mm-hmm. was a good shot at Antonio Brown. Like, dude, it's over. Like, there's bigger things than 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 this. You you don't have a beef with Juju. You had a beef with the team. You may have a beef with Juju because Juju was the MVP but, right. of the team. But- <laughs> team
1: MVP that like – but the, yeah. The really, MVP. The only MVP that counts is when you the league MVP. Yeah. Okay. So again, he shows his professional jealousy. And you know what, Brandon? These writers, I know they get longer than two, and some of them stop and retire. But these writers ain't gonna forget about that when his playing career is over. Again, he's put up enough great numbers to be a Hall of Famer if he if if if, if everything stops for him today, right? But but as you know, Terrell Terrell Owens uh, had to find out. Like, it's up to the writers to put you in the Hall of Fame because everybody wants that. Everybody right. wants to be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? And I they're gonna they're gonna make him pay for it, I guarantee you.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ben Roethlisberger canceled his radio show. He does weekly now. And I thought it's funny, Colin Cowherd to talk today. Uh he said there's no more drama in the locker room, Mike Tomlin's gonna switch a few things up, Big Ben's not doing the radio show. He's already declared the Steelers to win the AFC North, which I think's a little much, but uh, so so we'll see on that. Uh, last three things I have: uh, number one, um, how was the Muppet Show soundtrack?
1: How was the, oh man, we've been learning that. <laughs> I've been doing all that for years and years and years, man.
0: So, so those of you that uh, don't know, Jonathan Birdsong is a singing fool, a karaoke man. And uh, this past this past weekend, it was the uh, the Muppet Show soundtrack, right?
1: Yeah, my daughter pulled those out of the armrests because they they've been laying around or whatever. Um, but um, yeah, man, we we got, we got to singing, we got to do some sing alongs in the car <laughs> <laughs> perfect
0: Perfect. Um, how many days can we get a countdown to the new Avengers movie? How many days?
1: It comes out on twenty eighth. So twenty
0: eighth. Uh, yeah. what to say the 8th, the, the so 20 days. Um, also, a new trailer or a new scene has popped up um, with Captain Avenger. Is that her name? Or what, Captain Marvel? Captain, what, Captain what? Marvel, yeah. I haven't even seen the movie. I need to watch it still. Captain no, Marvel, sorry. there's a movie new scene out, about her.
1: Yeah, the movie comes out on twenty-six. Sorry. But so, yeah, you got, you okay. got of, yeah, two weeks.
0: Okay. So, But uh, apparently the, the scene looks pretty good. So if you get a chance to check that out. I need your movie review, sir, of Shazam or Kazam, whatever it was called.
1: Yeah. Oh man, Shazam is a, is a step in the right direction for the DC, DC universe. Like a lot of a lot of their movies have left fans lacking, and because you know we live in a capitalistic world where everything's going against one another. Like they 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 pale in comparison to any Marvel movie that's come out in the last ten years, whether it's Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, or even the Justice League movie. None of those movies compare. Even Wonder Woman. None of those movies kinda of compare it to what is cranked out by Disney and, and Marvel. But this was, as I knew, as I you know, I, like I said, I, I'm a fan of Shazam, I grew up on the comic book as a, as a child as a teenager. Um uh, and yeah it was a it was a A plus movie. not A plus, it was A I give it an A. Uh, there's some things that um there, a lot of things from the book, a lot of authenticity from the book they put in the movie, there's often things they left out. But that's those are that's, that's how you know the movies a movie, the the great thing about comic book movies is the more that you can get in them the more you that you can take from the book and put on the silver screen the better the fans are, the better the fans will love it so um again it's not it doesn't have a serious at all tone that uh, like an infinity war does or any other marvel movies does um uh, but it is very uh family friendly and action-packed
0: okay how was shaq's performance
1: Jack was not in the movie.
0: <laughs> oh that's cause yeah. I, that's that's cause I am. My that's bad. <laughs> um uh my movie I watched, uh probably it's been out for a while. Uh I watched The Mule with Clint Eastwood. That was my oh, last Eastwood? one I've okay. watched. Uh was a good it was an okay movie. I'll give it like a a six. Uh I yeah, give it a little yeah. more respect. I I would probably rate it less if it wasn't Clint Eastwood in it, but a six, six and a half. I, I just I felt they could have done more with the storyline for the movie. Uh, yeah, he's running drugs back and forth, but I feel like it was kind of rushed. Um okay. In it, but I sh- it was it was all right. It was a, a it was a decent movie. Not as good as Grand Torino. I like Grand oh, Torino movie, a little bit better. That movie's awesome. Right. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um any last things from you, John? We got about 5 minutes left.
1: Ah, man. I think we covered it all, man. Like I said, i just want to start early so that we can uh, everybody can get their uh, their treats together Their popcorn or pizza or whatever and, and enjoy the final two games or the final four
0: The final game The final well, game, correct <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, the two games yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, you got that And then you also got Monday Night Raw After WrestleMania So um, We got a lot. a lot Tonight was a action-packed show Two hours long We had Sweet Lou calling in from New Jersey uh, yep. We had our Dwayne Wade talk we talked about NCAAs. Uh, the last thing I guess I have is uh, the season ends tonight, and then we have no college basketball, so I'll be really sad. But it just means yep. that we are one day closer from the Duke Blue Devils being named the 2019-2020 national champs. So yeah, they, uh, they got reloads
1: coming. They got reloads.
0: Yes, they Williams. do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, John, uh, any final words to, the, to our folks?
1: Man, everybody, thanks for listening. Whether you're
0: Justin Powell, Lynn
1: Murray, uh, Sweet Lou on the East Coast, thanks for listening, to everybody.
0: Absolutely. Take care, guys. We'll see you again next week.
4: All right. Crossroads Sports.